Hey, Tay. Hey, Jamal. We're back with another episode of Together in Thought. How you feeling today? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. You want to hear something cool? <laughs> What's up? Um, today, I was on TikTok, and I followed, like, this travel blogger mm-hmm. for, like, traveling motivation. And, oh, I need to remember that. I'm switching cameras over here. <laughs> um, I just got so caught up into it. But <clears throat> um, so I followed this travel blogger today. And um, if you're listening, shout out to you. She she sent the when you get a follow, you know, there's a high button that you can just send automatically to someone who followed you. Like, hey, what's up, button? Mm-hmm. Um, so she sent it and I was like, all right, let me just respond. And this was on the Together in Thought account. And I was like, hey, we love your content. Definitely motivation to travel. And she was like, oh, wow, thank you. That's so nice. I got to check out the podcast because I love the topics, the name of the topics. So could have just got a new listener. So that's that's, kind of cool. Shout out to you. (laughs) That's cool. That's cool. So let's just jump right into it. Uh, yeah, do you yeah. want to introduce it? Um. So I'll ask. The, okay. So we're gonna be talking about why you should get to know someone before you start officially dating them. That sounds. I feel like that sounds common no knowledge, huh? That doesn't sound fun. Getting to know someone before you start dating. Yeah, because it's before dating. Isn't dating somebody the point of getting to know them? So. So I feel like it sounds obvious, like common knowledge that you should get to know someone before you start officially dating. Because I actually don't think like adults just get into relationships like, you know, high school and college. And that's kind of like our dating experience is high school and college before we got together. And we haven't really been in the dating pool like that. So um Obviously, the context is very different in high school. It's like, oh, typically you're attracted to someone. You kind of say what's up. You talk a little bit and then you're like boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Mm-hmm. And kind of similar in college, too, that happens. But um, I feel like even in adult life, it still goes down a similar path. Not the same. It's a little bit more of a, a mature uh course but it's still you like someone or you're interested in someone you kind of like take them out on a date or you go to the movies you go out to eat or whatever and the assumption is already I like like the assumption is I want to be with you or like go further at least not be with you seriously because obviously you don't know the person but it's very like it's very intense from the start Mm -hmm. before you even know the person I think it's from what I hear and from the experiences that I hear of see it just seems very like intense and you don't even know what you're getting into so so is it more that not that oh we should just date and then we'll get to know each other along the way are you encouraging more so just meeting people and then building a friendship and then yeah see where it goes from there yeah, I think it's I think it's both. I think it's either like people kind of jump into relationships because it's just like I see you, I'm attracted to you, I feel some kind of like I'm drawn to you in some way, whether it's looks or your charisma or whatever, and then we start dating very soon after that, or 
even if I don't officially start dating you, but people kind of link up, they go on a date or two, and immediately it's like, it's either I like you or I don't. Mm -hmm. And it's very immediately like a like a job interview, yeah. and you're showing your representative, and it's not really genuine. Like, you don't really get to know this person. Some people do. I'm not saying that's like a gen, you know, a, an overall thing, but if that's the case, it just seems very intense from start and especially if you start introducing like sex into it right away you know the whole like is it taboo now that people are waiting like oh i don't have sex on a first date but it's like should you have sex on a first date um again not knocking you like we're humans we have sexual sensation you know like we want to have sex but that also gets it gets your emotions and everything entangled so fast. It's like, how can you genuinely get to know someone before you want to commit to them or whatever? So is it an age thing of everyone, depending on what, how old you are can affect whether your approach to dating is I'm going to get to know you before I date you or dating is my vehicle to get to know you. Because if we're in high school, again, we have our whole lives, but if you're 50 or 40, maybe 30 you're kind of like all right i don't have time to do that um so like maybe are we more focused on what we know in our mm -hmm. generation because that can be probably like a whole separate conversation of being in your 30s and 40s is it that let's assume that our story where whoever's listening is um early 20s mid 20s or late 20s and my approach to, to this, we probably have different angles, but my approach to this is more so where you are personally in life, right? Mm -hmm. So I would ask you, what are your personal goals before you even get to know somebody? Is it, we don't even know ourselves. So now I'm trying to get to know somebody before I know myself. So my approach would be get to know yourself first before you invite anyone to yeah, your life. Because absolutely. if I had to do it over, I would not follow our footsteps. Me personally, I would prefer mm -hmm. that I reach some more accolades, not for like to show off, but accolades that would have helped such as a uh, salary or um, more discipline and focus and time that I can yeah. put into my craft because now I'm dealing with split focus. I'm giving some to personal growth, but I also have to, I can't ignore the person I'm dating. Mm -hmm. So I definitely would have started over this whole process of, of developing myself first before yeah. um, showing interest in you. So there's a lot of things that I would do differently before like dating you. And then even before like meeting you period, just that I would, tell my younger self or advise my younger self but I think like we obviously did the best that we could mm -hmm. because we met and I think we knew it wasn't necessarily the best time to get into a relationship but we also both knew that we wanted to be together so it's like this weird okay I don't want to like pass you up you know like I don't want to see you go it's like, not yeah like us not date and then Anything can happen. Like, mm -hmm. you know, kind of you're just out there in the dating pool still. So anything can happen. But I think we both could admit that we had a lot of growth to do. Um, and that's why I say, like, 
getting to know someone obviously it's different in each context different age groups wherever you are in life so of course at different ages even like it happens where someone sees sees a person um in public at the mall at a coffee shop and it's like hey I'm interested in you like do you want to go on a date like that happens and I'm not knocking that there's no like one size fits all this is the right way to do it I'm just saying like in general I think you should courting dating however way you see it or call it goes better generally when you're focused on getting to know a person rather than just seeing someone as like this attractive like being to obtain if that makes sense you know what I mean like because if we're actually seeing it as dating is a means to marriage if you believe in marriage because that's that's a whole nother like prereq right if you're just dating to have fun then yeah it doesn't matter like go out date have sex do whatever you want but if you see a dating as a means to marriage it's like okay marriage is you building a life with someone so you want to get to know that person before they're even in the ballpark of being that close to you of being that intimate with you so that's kind of where I'm coming from with it and I think when you get to know people you're way more likely to to like discern or decipher if that person should even be in in that realm of space with you you know like you can preserve yourself from so much more heartbreak if you just are genuinely getting to know someone because then some things that come up in dating life could have come up way before that like Mm -hmm. some things you can't help because sometimes people do show different colors in a more romantic space you know like they get way super over the top jealous because now they're in a relationship like whatever the case may be as an example but some things you can tell like you can generally see okay this person is kind of unkind so so you want to um list some of your your red flags that obviously you're not looking but if you can remember or if you were single what would be some of your red flags of just your first initial or what is what is the getting to know stage because what is it if it's not dating Okay, so I'm gonna backtrack because you said like, are there what are some of yeah? Red I want to get red flags, but then it's like, all right. So again, are you, do your red flags change if you're dating someone from like? There's obviously levels of red flags. Like this is my red flag when I'm getting to know somebody. This is my red flag when we're yeah. dating, and then this is my red flag before I propose. And now there are again now engagement doesn't mean that's it like you can still call off an engagement so now are there new red flags right before you get married i think we can avoid some things if we some things you can't avoid something sometimes things just come up like oh snap we're engaged and you had a baby like i don't know just something crazy right Mm -hmm. things come up crazy stuff happens relationships can get really messy but i do think some things you can avoid so i was gonna say let's backtrack because so you mentioned like getting to know yourself mm-hmm. and just also um, personal development, successes, personal development, successes, things like that. So outside of just the success factor of like salary, money, getting a job, which is also important, like responsibility and learning like, OK, if I want to be with someone, how am I being like, what am I bringing to the table? Like, am I a hard worker? Am I you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. building up myself where. Even in your teen years, developing like, okay, how can I make money? Like, 
what are different ways that I can make money, not just in a traditional job, but how can I add value in different spaces? Like just those tangible things. Right. But outside of that, in my personal growth, I think like if I could go back, I would tell myself. I'm like cringing thinking about it, Loki. And I know it's normal when you're a teenager, like you're just some of us are just like love obsessed and boy crazy and whatever. But I would just tell myself, like, leave them alone, you know, like not one specific person, but just in general, like the concept of love, the idea of love. It's beautiful. Like romance is great. Mm -hmm. But getting to know yourself is comes before the red flags, I think. Like I would tell myself to dive so much more deeper in my own hobbies, in reading, in journaling. And, and I, those are things that I did. But relationships cause a distraction mm-hmm. to my own hobbies. So reading, drawing, writing, going out more with friends, like exercising, which are things that I did, but I really put on the back burner. And if I honed in on that, I would have known way more of what I wanted and didn't want in a partner. Yeah, because for me, when we started dating, I was already disciplined. So I got far ahead of my craft, but there was obviously still more things to learn. But now I found myself, instead of spending money on new equipment, I'm spending money that I don't have on like dates and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So when we call it a, a distraction, it's not necessarily a bad distraction but it's even a good distraction at the end of the day. It's still a distraction from the main goal. And I feel like some of us get, what's the word, like comfortable in being mediocre, right? We want the the fun to happen now. So instead of me focusing on ourselves and setting us up where we can get married earlier because we have clear-cut goals, We've been dating for seven years and not because it took us seven years to get to know each other, but seven years to finally get married because I feel like we put a lot of our personal growth on the back burner. And because we learn that when we individually grow, then we just grow better for each other. Yeah, We kept all our toxic traits. We were healing from past wounds. We kept putting all that to the side and kept focusing on the romance, focusing on the uh, gifts, focusing too early on, on love language of meaning like, Oh, yours is physical touch, gift giving all this stuff. Meanwhile, you know, I'm in debt, you going through mental health issues. Like it's all cool and fun and games to be that couple, but we're avoiding what we truly want, which is this relationship to be taken to a next level. So how do I become a better husband? Not just being a good boyfriend. Like I have to be a great man myself and learn how to make decisions on my own. So I think getting to know someone before dating helps you not only neglect yourself, but neglect the future goals that honestly, y'all might not know y'all want to make. So it's not like, oh, we know that we want to do these things when we're by by the time we're 30 we just don't know yet all we can see is just now and some people just live their life like that of i'm I'm only going to focus on now especially that in my my history relationships whatever happens happens if we're meant to be then we're meant to be yeah it kind of like leaves it up 
in up the in air. the air like nothing and i think also when you're working on yourself it develop develops in you a lot more confidence mm-hmm. in yourself and what you want and just not necessarily like this um not to say that relationships and romance is not personal of course it's a personal thing i don't want to come off like super um I don't know, like stoic and logical. Cause of course there's romance and your heart gets involved, feelings get hurt. But I also think like it's less about you hurting someone's feelings or you saying, Oh, you're a trash per like let's say you're sure about yourself and certain qualities that you have and certain things that you know fit well with you. You rejecting someone doesn't have to be like a personal offense. Like I'm not saying you're trash. I'm not saying you're a horrible person or that you'll be a horrible mate. I just don't think you're for me. And that's fine. And that leaves you the space and the and the time to like go find someone else who is for you. Mm-hmm. And I think like for me, it's like some of the examples that we we're talking about, you know, like getting to know yourself and what are some of the red flags like if I got to know myself more and the things that truly mattered, also when you're a teenager, like you kind of like fall into more peer pressure and what's cool and what's not cool. And instead of thinking about like life on a full scale. So I think you also minimize such a simple quality like kindness. That's one thing that for me meant a lot from a, from when I was a young child. Like I want someone, I want people in my life who are kind, who are caring, who genuinely care. And I found myself talking to guys who were not, well, boys, we were in high school, but like that were typically not kind. You know what I mean? Like in general, they were not kind. I don't know who they are today. Like I'm not trying to show, throw any shade, but those are things that I noticed and I put on the back burner. Like, oh, it doesn't matter because I like him because I have butterflies because I, whatever, you know, who were selfish, who didn't value family and you know how much I value family so like I'm over here talking about my family and like the weekend that we had or Thanksgiving or whatever and you know it's like oh that's corny like you know like that's the reaction and back then because I'm so focused on kind of putting myself on the back burner and just oh well then I guess that's corny you know not saying internally I obviously knew how I felt but kind of putting that to the side it allowed me to settle in certain qualities that you may think are basic, but are things that that last when you're actually building a life with someone. You want someone who cares about family. You want someone who cares about the quote unquote corny stuff. You know, I remember writing a letter and like listing some of the corny things that I enjoyed and that I wanted. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't think. I thought it was corny. I thought it was, it is kind of cringy, but I thought it was cringy because it's like, well, who's actually going to do that? You know? And now being with you, I'm like, it's not corny. I feel safe to share with you certain dreams and ideas. And if they're corny or not, you're going to like, you know, see them through with me. So. And by the grace of God, we, even though we said we would go back and wait and slow down, we still got to know each other through our process. So what we're not yeah. saying is that it's it's not we're not saying that it's impossible to get to know someone while you're dating them or while you're even married. Like this whole concept of getting to know each other never stops. Like we're still getting to know each other um, right now. Currently, there's things that we're continuing to learn more and more each day. Mm-hmm. So. 
that's how I can feel confident that I say this uh, with pride that I married my best friend and, you know, I didn't marry a stranger or I didn't marry someone casually. Like, I feel like, you know, me more than any other woman on this planet. Mm -hmm. So I don't want anyone to feel discouraged that, oh, I feel like a stranger in my relationship where that can change. It just takes intention because all we're saying is recommending for those who are um, single or single dating, early to, dating. Yeah. To like slow down. And like, I know you see us and like, again, I say marriage is the greatest choice. Like when I was on RSVPing for a wedding and uh, it said, would you like to write a note to us? And I wrote, um, marriage is the greatest thing God has given to us. And I know you guys will enjoy it. Um, I was mm -hmm. contemplating between that or um, marriage is the best decision two people can make. And I truly stand by that and believe in that. Mm -hmm. um, like marriage is lit. Yeah. So, but two things can be true. Just wait. And mm -hmm. it can be so much better. So we, so like we said, like our marriage is great, but we knew that it's not about it. Um, being worse but our marriage could have started better i feel like that doesn't mean just because something can start better doesn't mean something isn't great or fantastic again mm -hmm. our marriage is great but i feel like we could have set ourselves up better it's yeah. the concept of um retirement right like we can still retire at 50 but then if we started these hustle or um smart not hustle but smart decisions when we were 21 then like that retirement number could have been 40 so it's about nothing is never too late but you can always set yourself up better i feel like instead of just in finances or in our crafts if we can put that that mentality in relationships that hey right now we can't start dating but why don't we just give ourselves um like what is it like not a head start but like a leg up a leg up yeah yeah and i still think even for us that even though we can say now, oh, we there's some things we would have done differently. I still think then I was proud about that. We I thought I we took our time. I was like, mm -hmm. wow, like we've been talking for months, you know, getting to know each other. So for me, I still felt like it was a different. Um, it was a different relationship than anybody else that I had dated, because in other situations, in other relationships, I was getting to know them even more even deeper while we were together like there was already kind of a quote-unquote commitment that was being made you know or that had been made with you we had a ton of conversations like we were genuinely I felt like we were genuinely friends so by the time we started dating there wasn't like this awkwardness for me anyway there was still like you know some nervousness here and like we were getting to know each other still but there wasn't that awkwardness that I feel like my boyfriend is a stranger, mm -hmm. you know, which quite frankly was not there in other relationships, you know, at least not in the beginning, you know, not that we were strangers, especially in high school. You're like, oh, you know, I know him, you know, I seen him around study mm -hmm. hall, but you don't really know that person. And with you and I, I remember like there were a good number of times that we had very vulnerable conversations with each other, even prior to dating, even prior to knowing that we would date we were genuinely becoming friends. So although there's some things that I would do, that I would do differently, I feel that I was doing the best that I could in that moment. Like to me that was taking our time. So 
Yeah, if you didn't brothers own me, then we definitely would have started dating earlier. That was my way of prolonging us dating so soon. I probably wouldn't have brothers owned you, but I still would have taken our time. Like, I wasn't even trying to jump into a relationship. And then, like, if you didn't brothers own me, I wouldn't have found out that when I liked you, you was still in a relationship. I wasn't in a relationship. You were still in a relationship. How are you telling me? Because I genuinely, but I wasn't in a relationship. And that's why, like, I gave myself a lot of grief about my own self. Yo, I have such a guilty conscience because honestly, honestly, honestly let me, let me no. Check Cam's location because it doesn't I matter. think he's on a cruise in the middle of the ocean because I'll call Cam right now. Cam knows and even still, yeah, it doesn't so matter, but I know. I, we don't have to add Cam. Um, but anyways, I can speak for myself. I have such a like guilty conscience that I feel like I have to be so considerate of other people's emotions. And I'm, I'm being serious right now. So if you're like calling Cam, like, I need you to hear me out because I had a revelation in the past couple of years. That's I was like, fine. so I'm so like, and I was in a season where I was like so considerate of other people and always thinking like I was messing up and I should be considerate and I should just wait around. Like I was in a situation ship. So let's just like be very clear about that. I was in a situation ship. You know how inconsiderate of a situation that it's is like literally saying I was, I didn't have an affair. I had an entanglement. Like, okay, no, cool. A situation. And especially now being married, Mm. dating is one thing. Like we're in a committed relationship. We're both committed to being together, working this out, seeing where it goes. You know, we want to get married one day. Being in a situation with a guy who's not even sure if we're going to be together. Oh, yeah, I'll see you when I come back. What the heck? is No, (laughs) like, I'm sorry. And I would say the same thing to my daughter. I would say the same thing to my niece. No you're it's free game like you can date whoever you want and i'm not trying to sound like a hoe here i'm not talking about sex i'm not talking about none of that i'm saying like especially from a christian standpoint i'm not talking about none of that but what i'm saying is for like the year from like january to when we first started college which when do we start the semester like september august whatever something like that so what is that like eight months i was in a situationship didn't even go to prom with the guy that I was in a situationship with. I went with my best friend. So now I think back and I'm like, I really made myself out to be the bad guy. Even you, which I give you free, like I give you credit. I get how it looked bad or not bad, but I get how I look like I was taken. But even to look like I'm in a relationship to you makes me like it shows me how much of a doofus I was I'm sorry I'm gonna say that about myself because and I'm gonna say to the women who are listening to this if you are in a situation I'm sorry you are not taken that man has no claim if you're not married well that's a whole other conversation but if that man is stringing you along if that man doesn't know what he wants with you you're not taken (laughs) And you don't have to feel bad about that. I'm sorry. That triggered me. And I will. That's how I feel about that. But, you know, foresight doesn't change the situation. Meaning if you look back at something and be like, wait a second. okay, that wasn't it. But no, but we're moving back to where we were. And that doesn't change what it was at that particular moment. Meaning if we're talking to our our, like a friend. Right. And we know that this friend is telling us that, um, her man is cheating on her with several different people. And and we and even though we're like, girl, that's not a relationship because we give her the definition of a relationship. And on the, no, she's in a relationship, even though we're like, but OK, but like he's I not respected. I didn't feel I like I was in a relationship. either. But even though you wasn't being respected, 
in a relationship and for what it is but like at that particular moment i didn't moment, feel that i i didn't think that i was in a relationship but so why i wasn't in a relationship so, even when i i remember talking to cam uh by the way cam is like our brother that's we keep referring to cam so we kind of have to explain who he is he's like our brother knows both of us and he's a part of the journey kind of i remember asking cam like yo should i wait i know this person's away at college and you know when he comes back we might be working on relationship. like i i knew we were not together and that's like i wasn't with that person that i was dating early on and high school whatever situationship person I knew we weren't together. And I remember going to Cam as my brother, like, am I a dummy for thinking that me and this guy, like, he's going to come back on winter break and we're going to try to, because we weren't. That's fine. We were not together. And, and hold on, because now I'm getting hype. Especially if you think about, this is hindsight. This is a huge hindsight. But especially if you think about vows, you weren't, values weren't the same. I was trying to like god was working on me and i was trying to get to know jesus more and i was trying to wait till marriage and all this stuff and that was the whole reason we weren't together (laughs) so it's like no i was not in a relationship and i wish i could go back that's one of the things i'm talking about where if i could go back i would tell younger tay to be a little selfish it was always me thinking about what someone else thought or making exceptions making exceptions for Guys, I knew I should not be with. Oh my gosh, you're so annoying. I think he's in the middle of the ocean. We'll see. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna answer. Because we can end this right now. Okay, not the podcast, but I've talked to Cam about this. I talked to him too. All right, you got spared. No, but the point is, and that's a huge point in going back to working on yourself, self-development. Um, it's a very general um, situation, I guess, that not everyone is in. But that is a, an example for me that's like, work on yourself. Stop getting so caught up in other people or a potential partner, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, when you know that it's not it. And I'm not trying to down, I'm not trying to bash anybody from my past. I'm not trying to down anybody from our past. But as I said before, just because someone is not it for you doesn't mean that they're not it for someone else. Like, you're a great person. You're a great guy. But you weren't it for me. And I'm over here making exceptions, you know, compromising myself. Even if I wasn't working on being in a relationship with you, I was working on being in a relationship with myself and with God. And I'm over here still thinking, oh yeah me and this guy when he comes back and maybe he'll come around and want to wait till marriage with me and da, 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 da. And I'm not saying everybody has to do that but then keep it a buck mm-hmm. and say I don't want to do that and we can go our separate ways but to play this whole situationship entanglement situate like what are we doing we're wasting time I got hype for a minute but move on you are not taken unless you're taken I'm gonna just keep it at that. <laughs> I got me. Hi, yo. There's so many things I would say to younger say. My daughters are my future daughters. God willing, are gonna hear a lot. Well, speaking of our children, I do believe our children will be better set up. Yeah. Than us, because so. they're gonna hear all this stuff. 
listen, they're going to hear it all. I want to be honest. I want to be an honest parent. Like, yeah. So we was out there. You may get, you may, you may get married earlier just because, again, if you hitting all the check bar, check, um, check boxes of, I know where I know who I am. I know where I want to be. And whether you're currently almost on your, like if you're on the way or you're almost there, obviously um, you, there's some ambitious goals that you're not going to finish before you get married or getting mm-hmm. to know someone like I want to be like wealthy, right? Like that's going to take some time. So like, how can I set myself that I'm on a traje- trajectory of becoming wealthy while I'm having this other goal of being married to you happen on a pace that's more harmony than like, all right, taste taking me this way. And this goal is taking me that way. Like how do I mesh my personal goals all together that forms into one? So like our kids will be better equipped with, you know, our testimonies and all that stuff that I can see our kids getting married in their early 20s mid 20s because if they're like developing on like they know what they want to do in life and they know who they are and they either met this person since high school like high school sweethearts like Mm -hmm. i can see our kids being set up better again to live on their own because again as we talked about before there's external things outside of marriage and getting to know someone and if all your ducks are in a row it can it's not going to make this path easy but it's going to keep this path very very um simple so some strategies on getting to know somebody is it i feel like people are still gonna have a tough time still trying to separate of okay let's go to denny's or let's go to waffle house what do you mean Meaning like you can go on a date. That sounds like a date. You okay. can go on a date. All right, so there's a difference between dating someone and going out on a date. Sometimes you can't get around going on a date. Date yes, there, to answer your question, yes, there's a difference between a committing yourself to someone to to dating them. Okay. The journey of dating someone officially versus just going on dates yeah because you go on a dating. date that doesn't make yeah, you automatically my girlfriend me your boyfriend yeah of course yeah, okay. and i'm not yeah, a, like sense. you know personally i'm not against casually dating you know you can casually date but even then like i think sometimes you can't get around it mm-hmm. you're out you're in a new city you don't know anyone or even if you do know people like you're trying to get to know new people so yeah you go on dates i'm not saying don't do that but Maybe it's not an individual thing. Maybe it's a, a a a community system type issue that I'm addressing too. Like hanging out with friends, like in groups of friends. Mm-hmm. That's how you also met new people and got to know each other. Yeah. I'm about to name some typical cliche examples as well, but church also. Um an example of where people got to know each other, going to events together, you know, like, oh, we're all going to go to a coffee shop. Like, let's hang out. I named church because that's one of like the common Christian ways of like, that's where you meet people. Um, You're my even, friend's cousin. 
Yeah, exactly. But even so, then even that, like, because I also don't want to just keep it cliche and just yeah. like Christian talk and like you go to church and that's where you go to find a mate. Because also maybe you don't find someone in church or maybe you're not a Christian. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, like family get-togethers, you get together with friend. your yeah, like the way that people also dated and got together was like there were connections like your family knew that person's family it was a lot less uh it was people were a lot more social you know it's you spoke physical. to your neighbors you spoke to your neighbors you spoke to your friends you spoke to your coworkers i'm not talking to you to be friends with your coworkers I'm, you know but you it, spoke to people it's and the physical mutual connections that you see on facebook on this right. thing and except in real life <laughs> like facebook is not even that old you know like yes that that's a thing too but there were real life connections between people. Whereas now a lot of, there are people who are just like, we're just dating strangers, which sometimes works out. Mm -hmm. But, um, I a think a lot of the time it works out. We just don't know, mm -hmm. but like there are testimonies of people that met on Bumble or like yeah. it, it does work out. Like, so we can't, no, it works out. I don't know like the numbers. False. Yeah. I'm not saying it doesn't or does. I just said it does work out. Um, I'm just saying, I think, what I'm getting at in terms of getting to know someone before dating is that the community effort, the getting together with friends, meeting up with friends, hooking up your friend with another friend. You know what I mean? Like those mutual connections yeah. where you know where this person is coming from as opposed to, and I'm not against dating apps either. I'm very much a techie person, like, you know, simplify our lives as much as possible. And I'm also, I'm a homebody and uh typically on the more introverted side so if i wasn't married and i was completely single maybe you know i would check out the dating apps too like it's very convenient so i'm not against it um but i do think it's it's a heart posture thing you always mention this husband mm -hmm. of mine um it's heart posture it's like apps and just seeing strangers even in person and being able to just go on dates with people all the time it kind of creates this unlimited access of options of people you don't even know mm -hmm. and you're really just kind of going based off of maybe looks or a quick like blurb about themselves and it's not a real you know reflection of like what i'm getting into so it's like all this time wasted again it works i'm just i'm like countering that i'm going on the flip side of like how can we create spaces where we're opening up opportunities to get to know each other better that's i'm kind of coming from that lens so the strategy is date all your friends brothers or all that stuff i don't i'm not against that either like is that a thing where people don't like that like if i had a brother and my friend wanted to date my brother i'd be for it is that like you know <laughs> like i'm just saying because you know keep it in close knit in, in the, the community family. not in the, not nasty like that but in the community yeah <laughs> i thought of that too and i just didn't say it because i was like okay not trying to sound weird <laughs> but but yeah that's what people used to do that's what people did you know mm -hmm. you dated in your neighborhood you dated your best friend's sister or your best friend's brother and sometimes it worked out sometimes it didn't mm -hmm. but sometimes it worked out and at least you knew this person you knew your in-laws so i'm not against dating strangers i'm just yeah. saying i think Sometimes we would. We're just naming the pros and cons that it's like, again, it's if you start dating someone before you know them, we're not saying you're going to fail, 
But like we just said, there's always is there's always steps to give yourself a leg up. Yeah. Going into relationships. Yeah. Um. So there's pros to knowing someone before you get into it. You don't have to date them, figure out they're not it for you and then you break up and that feels worse than just a rejection before you start dating i feel like because now we're dating and you can't help but have your heart wrapped up in that right mm -hmm. to some degree mm -hmm. sounds like the rejection is even harder it's like dang i connected myself to you as opposed to us just going out on a few dinner dates or breakfast or whatever and you just say oh you know what I'm yeah y'all just getting to know each other again y'all can just either it still hurts have but, fun and yeah. just or just keep it casual that like if things doesn't work out as a dating partner, then I like you probably could be a business partner or like maybe <laughs> or maybe. just not. Or I don't just don't want to hear from you or ever, just again. ever again. Okay. My bad. <laughs> like, it's still, I don't know. It's leave it in the comments, guys. Like comment your we don't know how experienced are we in the dating pool, but I'm sure like it still hurts to go out on a few dates with someone and then realize, oh, this is not it. But it seems like it would hurt a lot less if I've been with you for three to six months. Yeah. And I told people, oh, yeah, my boyfriend. And I was like, what happened to your little boyfriend? I don't want to keep having that conversation. Would you recommend starting a podcast with a stranger? Absolutely if you're not. But like, all right, hear me out. <laughs> Wait, me out. in what way? Someone you're dating? Yeah. A stranger that you just started dating? Yo, that's actually would be a fire podcast idea. Yo, if you're listening, like if you're a guy, you honestly should like set up a podcast with women that you're like interested in because again what is getting to know someone asking them questions and answers and back and forth are you basically like, suggesting i'm giving that the greatest start idea like job ever. interviews with resumes and like a guy interview different no because I we're not interviewing people. each other we're just you just said he would be with women he don't know that's basically interview which that's i'm basically also not podcasting against, which i'm also not against and and um no you know what go to your next go, go, what were you gonna ask me because i'm not even gonna jump that's basic yet. no but that's basically podcasting where mm -hmm. if i get will smith i don't know will smith if i get that's not what we're talking about though I you know, know but i'm just you know that's I'm not what saying. we're talking about but anyway um let's see here let's see here so what i think of when i think of like family and i'm not i don't know if i want to go here I don't Let's know go if I want to go here because it's it's I feel like it's gonna sound problematic and that's not what I'm trying to do. But I think when I think of like families and communities being very involved in the dating stage, I think of how families like used to and still do set up their kids with like not their kids, but you know, like their arranged relationships. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, like it reminds me of that because um, I think we think about it in our Western, Western American culture as though it's like this horrible thing. And again, I'm not trying to come from a place of like being super experienced in a culture or something that I don't know much about. So I'm just from what I know, from what I learned, um, I think we don't know as much as we think we know in our own culture. And we just assume like that just sounds so horrible having arranged relationships or arranged marriages. I think arranged marriages was kind of freaked me out. It's like, I really don't know. You could arrange, like set me up on a date, but a marriage, I don't know if I would be so open to that. Um, that's not what I'm suggesting that that's like the way our society goes. 
But I do think about how families are in other cultures are more engaged, more involved with their children's relationships. And I wonder if that is also what I'm meaning by getting to know someone better or knowing someone better. But you kind of only know the the accolades like no like the family oh this guy is a doctor and he went to here like not in all circumstances not in all circumstances sometimes that is the case and especially if the parent doesn't know their kid that well but in some cases and and i also don't want to talk like we know every single everything is just black and white but in some cases it's like a whole they come up with a whole like it's a resume not itinerary (laughs) it's a resume but it's like a whole summary of like things that they like to do and Mm -hmm. you know hobbies and interests and you know it's like amazon reviews of this person basically but the more you know that person the more you can kind of be in depth so it's not just oh my daughter has a master's and your son has a master they could say they should just be together like you know like it's not so just logical or like you know accolades heavy it's also personality types so and and that can come with its own set of issues you know families feeling like they want to get a leg up and kind of jump the societal hierarchy i'm not saying that that doesn't come with problems even in western culture there were times where families were more involved too not to that degree where we're arranging marriages again i'm not suggesting that but what's the problem with having your families be more involved talking to your parents Hey, mom, like, I'm going through this, that, and the third. What do you think? Our parents have dating experience. No, I do, do think our family should be involved with who we're getting to know, meaning, like, bring them, bring them around to the barbecue yeah. and all that stuff just because I feel like you have more set of, I don't want to say eyes on this person, but um, your cousin may see something that, you're not seeing your mom may see some quirks that is like hey did you notice this and you probably did but you're kind of like trying to sweep it under the rug Mm -hmm. um what do you do when the person that you're trying to get to know is just trying to move faster than you would like so like let's say for example they want me to go to their family barbecue and i don't want to (laughs) go yeah or vice versa (laughs) they want me to meet their parents or they want to meet my parents and i don't want them to yeah I don't know. I don't know what I would do. Let me think. Um, I don't know if I would jump into this is tough. Dang. Because I don't think I I don't know if I would personally want to jump into someone I'm dating, meeting my family very soon because I don't want my family like meeting someone but you're not not dating you're just getting to know oh okay so I'm just but even still you know family who your little boyfriend he's not my boyfriend yet <laughs> he's not my boyfriend um <laughs> family can be so annoying um going faster i would just communicate that and i would communicate what is it like so we're not even in a committed relationship yet but mm-hmm. we're just getting to know each other i would communicate like what steps we're at like are we at the step where we want to whether it's meeting people's, you know, each other's family or I guess even like committing. Cause that could be a step that maybe I'm not ready for, but the other person is ready for and just communicating why that is. I mean, but what if we set up our dates, like literal play dates as of like a child. So, you what know, a play date, like, so literally 
these two people, like these are two classmates in first grade. They don't know each other, but your parent, the parents still be like, hey, little Susie, come over. Wait, like, what? You talking about parents? No, but I'm just saying like set it up with that. Like you're with, you're saying like, I barely know this person. So why would I invite him to the family cookout? Oh, just so having it more casual. Yeah. Then, yeah, then I guess I wouldn't care. But to, to answer your question, then yeah, maybe I wouldn't care about if if the narrative was different, if the optics were different in terms of inviting people over for dinner or whatever with my family, then I wouldn't care. But to answer your question, the person I'm talking to wants to move faster than what I want to go. I would just communicate. And that sounds very cliche or very like surface level. So by communicating, really getting in depth, asking each other questions, like why is it that I don't want to move to the step that you want to move to? And asking myself those questions is it that I realize maybe I don't want to actually move forward with you or maybe I I'm still considering moving forward with you I'm just not at that level yet because of my own stuff so communication this person wants to have sex with you is, it, is that like a and I'm not trying to have sex till marriage or yeah. um just, yeah like you're you I'm, <laughs> I'm you I'm me okay I'm me um <laughs> Um, this is also odd too, because I really have to put myself in the position of like, I'm me at this age and single. Like, let's say we're not married. We're single. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would have a lot more confidence to just say that because yeah. also now I feel that in this stage of my life, I would have a lot more confidence to say what I'm okay with, what I'm not okay with, what my, what I'm doing with my life. When I was just getting into college and first deciding i want to wait till marriage you know god was working on me and different things um wasn't fully done working on me but working on me i one of the things with waiting till marriage that i had the dilemma with was who is waiting till marriage like i had just been dating someone who that came up and it kind of like you know it didn't work out because of that mainly Mm -hmm. because of that um so I think a part of my struggle was who the heck is waiting till marriage? None of the guys that I knew of were waiting till marriage and were even open to it. And were very honest with me. Like, I'm not even talking about guys that wanted to date me, like just friends. We're very honest. Like, I'm not waiting with my girl. So, so it's obvious that you're going to say no, but um, we're talking as if. Are you going to continue talking to this guy? Because this is the getting to know him you stage right so is it that you're obviously going to say no but would you even continue this friendship you're building because you already see where his um intentions are already so it's like uh, i'm not gonna continue talking to him because i already see that he he already wants to have sex so it like depends. it's a like no if his intention is that off the jump no probably not at this stage of my life, especially, no, I'm not going to waste my time. talking. No, you're to not going to continue like being like, oh, like you're not going to make him wait. I'm going like, to say no. And I'm also just going to just, just going to not talk. And it, de- it, I say it depends only because like not a moment you, of temptation that he was down the wait. Like, no, literally no, no, he he wants down, to have but that's what I'm saying. You. Like, and he's that, not. And he's and in his mind, like most guys are like, yo, after. <sighs> all right. She'll probably give it to me in like three months. Like well, I, I could wait three months or the ninety day rule or whatever. Like, like but, why even give that? Like you are? Would you just assume that? Like, and I think it would be actually like a great assumption. Like this guy, honestly, like he showed that his intentions is that he wants to have sex with me, but now he's gonna be like, 
oh like i'll wait for you like i'm like cool like it's whatever take your time like it's not about that like you know that it's more than just waiting to see if you're worth me giving myself to you like no we're waiting till marriage so number one knowing what i know now and again coming up with this hypothetical situation we're both single i'm a grown adult christian woman that's now single and secure in myself i'm not being with anyone that's not a christian that's just Mm -hmm. number one like i'm i'm not at that point where i'm even engaging entertaining dating someone who is not of the same faith as me so that's just first off um maybe if you just came to the faith or maybe if you just became a christian or as we're talking about like getting to know each other before even dating so now we're friends and you're entertaining knowing more about god and not for me because also that genuinely happens i think that genuinely happens where you meet someone and they introduce you to god and now you're not just interested in god because of the person it happens where the, the opposite also occurs where like the guy just wants to get to the girl so he fakes goes to church and all that stuff but it does happen where like giving people the benefit of the doubt where sometimes you are inspired to come to god in different ways and sometimes that's talking to someone dating someone so maybe if you're coming to god you know i'm trying to put myself in that situation but then also again like then you're i'm still not gonna jump into dating you as you're just coming to God, like I would give you a good like six months, you know what I mean? Not to test. I think you. at that point you're spiritually babysitting him. No, so so I was gonna I was gonna say that right, like oh, but then you're gonna like spiritually be like a baby, right? But I don't believe, and I don't think you do either, that time frame in the faith really has to do with your maturity. Because I've seen people who have been walking with the Lord for a year who are more passionate and more on fire and more mature than someone who's been walking with god for 10 years i think it's both it it can be meaning both. Well, like what I'm literally saying. like if you literally just got saved then that means you literally have like five minutes or like a week of being saved that even though you went hard so like it's like both of this person also is walking it but he's been walking it for 10 years but that's why i said a year yeah. That's why I said I'm not I'm not just going to jump into you said you want to walk with the Lord and now I'm going to start dating you because, mm-hmm. yes, that's almost babysitting. But I'm going to give you your time and your space yeah. to get to know God. So that's why I say, like, it's not an automatic no mm-hmm. just because someone's not a Christian right away. But if you're walking with God, who's to say what you're going to where you're going to be a year from now? Yeah. I think six months a year could make a world of difference in someone's life. Mm hmm. As opposed to someone who's been walking with God for 10 years, but hasn't been doing much, hasn't been reading, hasn't been studying, hasn't, you know what I'm saying? I think you could be at equal playing fields. So that's just that. Um, That was another thing I wanted to say. There was a a second question. Um, If that's not the case, if that's not the case, um, or that's what I was going to say. I got it back. Sorry. I had a a brain, whatever. Um, if you're already a Christian and you mentioned that question, that is a problem. So That's I wanted tough. I wanted to address this. <laughs> I wanted to address this because it's two different things, right? It's either one, you're not a Christian. So yeah. now I'm like, no, I don't want to have sex. And also I don't even want to date you because I personally believe in 
dating and marrying someone who's of the same faith. That's just don't complicate your life. Be with someone who's equally yoked. I'm not we're not going to touch that topic right now. Right. Um, But the second thing is, if you are a Christian and you're mentioning that. Then we really got to have a conversation. Right. Because not only like are we interested in each other, but now you're of the faith and ciao. Now you're of the faith and you're having that conversation. So so you believe that that's okay. And I understand because I think I thought so, too, at some point in my walk. Or maybe I just ignored my own convictions, figuring that out. And we're not holier than thou. We've had. No, we've had married sex. Yeah. And we're Christians. Yeah. But we were strongly convicted and repented. Yeah. But we're. we're, So that's why it's like. We're talking like this, knowing that what we like, there's nothing in us that that is okay with what we did. Like, we're not happy that we did it. Yeah. And that's why I, I mean, have fleshly, a we were happy. Like, it, it was game, but it, it was wrong. But that's why I would say, like, having a conversation about it, because especially as Jamal just said, it's not coming from a holier than thou place. Like, we've messed up. We've had a ton of premarital sex and it's not good. I think we've mentioned it before. It's really, it comes with things and it's not good for you spiritually and even can physically. And it can possibly ruin a relationship. It can ruin a relationship. It's just, it's really just, yeah. Almost ruined our relationship. Yeah. And just a lot of like situation, just a lot of messing up just where you are with God, like mentally, spiritually, it's just bad. But that's where I would have a conversation because that means what are, where are you and what are you thinking? Is it that you're a Christian and you believe that having premarital sex is okay? Okay, so let's talk about that because why? <laughs> and genuinely, I'm not trying to sound, you know, uh, um, can't Holy. think of the word. Holier, there's another word though, but I can't think of it. Um, not trying to sound a certain way, but why do you think that? You know, if you're in, if you believe that, leave in the comments like why you think having premarital sex before marriage pre yeah premarital sex is okay um the second thing is <laughs> now mad redundant right premarital <laughs> sex before marriage <laughs> um so the second thing is you do believe it's wrong however as we have you're convicted except you're ignoring your own convictions mm-hmm. Which are both a problem. Yes. But let's talk about both of them. Because if you know, the second thing, I feel like I could maybe work with more. Like, okay, so you know it's wrong, but you still trying to get me to slip up? I'm confused. Like, brother, come on. Like, let's, what's going on? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> this is messy. Um, So I, I think it just depends on where you're at. And people mess up. People are flawed. So depending on where you're at, and how you're willing on how you're yeah how you're willing to move forward is how i would respond however if you're not willing to move forward, if i say no i'm waiting for to have, to have sex for marriage if i say no that's my intention granted i could slip up if you're the type of man who's like yeah she waits till marriage but most people slip up anyway so i'm gonna get her anyways that's gonna come out if you're a man who's watching this and you believe that that happens. And I've heard of cases, friends who told me it's going to come out like you're not Jamal and I didn't have the intention of, oh, yeah, we're waiting till marriage. But he going to drop them draws at some point like that wasn't a it just happened. 
It sucks to say, but it happened. If you're the man who's only with her or mainly with her expecting that to happen, your intentions are going to be revealed. And if that is revealed to me, then it's, it's clipped from jump because I've been there, done that. It's a waste of time. So how does the topic of faith come up when you're getting to know somebody? Because, you know, everyone's a Christian. And what we mean by that is like, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not trying to judge nobody. I'm I'm going to just leave the camera on you. No, 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 no. Take it it back. Take it back. I was joking. I'm going to just let you sit in this, like sit in it. Just sit in the joke. No, I got to change my face. Let it marinate. Go ahead, Jamal. Ask your question. Ask your question. I'm so embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. (laughs) But y'all know. Y'all know I'm just playing. Maybe. (laughs) JK, JK. Um, Like everyone's like, you know, pray like when someone dies, RP, they're in a better place. (laughs) Sorry, what? Yo. Everybody pray. The shade. Taylor, the shade. No, it's the way you're saying whatever. I'm just let the camera sit on you. <laughs> you got something to say? No, I don't. Okay then. Um, <laughs> um. So yeah, everyone is a you know Christian whenever that whenever it's convenient. So like, I, you may not feel the urge to bring it up because then even if you do, you know, there's certain levels to the faith, and it's like. All right, how does that even come up? All right, like, yo, I've been, I'm like level thirty. What, what level are you? Like, you know, I fast every every day, honestly. Like, you know, this date is my was like I haven't eaten in like three weeks. That's why I'm only eating the soup because you know I I can't. I'm, if I eat a burger, I'm gonna die. So, um, so how how about you? What what sacrifice you made? Like, I don't know. How do you casually bring it up? Where is it a third date thing? Is it a right before you meet my mom thing like what what i'm sorry (laughs) so i was gonna i was gonna say should i wear a very obviously christian t-shirt to let them know like my intentions are like am i wearing a promise ring so like you know what's up like i was gonna say dating sounds so hard because not only do you have to be like are you a christian but it's like what kind of christian you believe in jesus Jesus. (laughs) Jesus. <laughs> it's like, okay, you believe in God, but what God? Especially me feeling what like God I'm a for weird real. Christian. Like whether like I'm too uh Christian for some friends, I'm too uh I listen to too much too secular for the church, too churchy for I don't even like that word, but yeah, like I'm mm-hmm. so like it's like it's how do you even explain in, that? In like, brief. no, like for real, like I'm a real one. But no, like but- without sounding like all right, so all you do is don't have fun. Like people call No, but that. even that, that's so whack. Like, oh, you're a Christian, so you don't have no friend, no fun. Um, I think that's also goes into mindset shift that we were talking about. That could be a whole nother podcast. Cause like you have really have to be convinced. I feel like people are convinced in their minds that being Christian is not fun. And like mm-hmm. that's so whack because what is fun for you then? All the things that you can't do are fun, but all the things we're free to do so many other things, but mm-hmm. whatever. Um I was going to say, wow, dating sounds so hard, but, and, and it kind of is getting to know people is hard to some degree or can be hard, but I think if you're getting to know someone, it comes up and your relationship with Jesus, first of all, like the question of what kind of Christian are you? 
is you you get to know someone and how they walk with God. You see it. Or at least you get to know them in that context. I don't think that I can't give right now tangible examples of how to do it. But I don't think that you should just start talking to someone or dating someone and your walk with God never comes up. It shouldn't be like a mystery to me whether you're a Christian or not. Like that mm. that to me is very problematic. Now, I'm also not saying show up on a first date and bring your Bible, unless you want to, and bring your Bible and start like, hey, so I'm a Christian. And we Are you? Have our, our we're gonna have a Bible study. Bible study. We're gonna have a Bible study on our first date. I don't think you need to do that either. <laughs> like, you know, as Christians, we still have other conversations. We still have other interests. Like, God is the center point of our lives. God, Jesus, is the foundation of our lives. And on top of that is all the other beautiful things. There's art. There's reading. There's music. There's videography there's business there's math all the things that you are interested in like mention your hobbies but how do you include god as a foundation in that and i i don't know the tangible examples of that but i also don't think that like it comes from me thinking i don't think you need to be wasting your time talking to someone getting to know someone dating someone without knowing if they're a christian i feel like that's a waste of time and if it takes you two, three, four dates to know whether they're a Christian or not, and you still have, if I don't know, I'm going to have to ask you. <laughs> like, is it, can't that be one of the questions of, hey, what's your home life like? Do you want kids? Do you want to be married someday? Do you know Jesus? Like, you can't just slip it in like that? First date? It's a yeah, first date see, question. I think it's just when people get over it and making it not so taboo. Yeah, get over it. It's not that serious. I just saw a comment today on some video about marriage and getting married young or whatever. And this woman was like, I'm assuming she's an older woman now. Cause she said she went on a first date with her husband. And on the first date, she was like, I don't see myself dating anyone unless it's like their marriage material. And they seem like they're going to be a good father. And he was like, okay. And they got married a year later and they've been married. I think she said like over 30 or 50 years, like something crazy. So obviously the times are different. But maybe that's one of the examples of how some traditional things can stay in the focal point of our dating lives. Like, I don't think I don't need to. Maybe it's also because I'm not a surface level. Like, I don't like keeping conversation surface level. I really don't like small talk. Except when you argue with me. Argue? That's how is that surface level then? We're getting deeper. We're getting, no, I don't like. I'm getting deeper, but continue. I don't want to gaslight you. Yeah, please don't. Especially not on camera. <laughs> you want to start an argument on camera? Um, but no, like, but you know this. That's why I think also for us, we started having deeper, more vulnerable, intimate conversations. I feel like very early on. We were asking the general questions like what kind of music you like or what kind of. But I think our second conversation was how our fathers abandoned us. Not literally, guys. This is so awkward. That was so awkward. Why did you just say that on camera? Please edit that out. No. Oh gosh. Anyway, yeah. Um, our second conversation was about. But shout our out to dad. our dads. They're cool now. No, shout out to our dads. We love y'all. But <laughs> it's just the way you said it. Like, why did you say it like that? Um. Yeah. Our second conversation was like a very vulnerable about our family 
dynamics and our dads and um wishing I think we my dad listens to the pod too and i love you daddy but you know you're you're spe- i think my dad was like he knows what it's up with us so like just, he, he's gonna to find it so funny like, low, key, low, key, low key low key low key no we do love our dads we love our families we're very blessed but yes our conversation was like how we wish we had better relationships with our fathers um so we're just and that was like our second conversation like we ended up at the library together and i was like <laughs> like in my feelings <laughs> sad face um you know so i'm just not the type of person i don't like shallow conversations and even in the past when i've talked to guys boys in high school college um when the conversations have stayed surface level i get disinterested very fast uninterested i think is the word very fast not on purpose i'm not trying to like sound like a mean person but we on the third time and you just want to text how my day going it's the same day I mean, I went to school and came home. Like, what? That's what you want to talk about? <laughs> like, I'm, I just get so bored. Like, let's talk. So, if we we having a third conversation, and I don't know if you love Jesus, you must not love Jesus. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't want to sound like a jerk. Um, but yeah, just ask the question, y'all. How about you, Jamal? Any tips? I gave it throughout the episode. Any other tip? Last minute tips? Um definitely working on yourself for sure um i would always make sure that again i would prefer that i you know make enough so i live on my own and then because it's just different when you're on your own and you can see what you like you can see you can get a good taste of what you like because then like if i if i bring you over obviously during a day and not to have sex, but you can get a taste of my character, right? Like, Oh yes. Yeah. He has like okay. movie posters. He's like, he's into films. Um, okay. Like I see he has no dirty draws lying around. Mm-hmm. Like he can keep a place clean. So these are yeah. things that obviously where it's like, when you get to know someone's character, I can, um, see how you react under pressure. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, see how you react when um, you don't get the promotion that you wanted or the job that you wanted or your work ethic towards the, your your personal goal. So also get to know I out of just knowing someone's favorite color isn't enough anymore. You should also outside of working on your goals when you're interested in someone, you should get to know the other person's goals. So make sure you add um, their goals to your um, icebreaker questions alongside their favorite um, appetizer or their or the last meal you if you were if you were stranded on the island what would your last meal be like all these fun questions are fun but getting to know someone's um dreams and goals is definitely a must know yeah how do you think how do you think you being in a better situation like that more independent having your own place and being able to express yourself not just with your words, but with your environment that you create. How do you think that would have helped you in a dating experience of communicating your wants, your needs, your goals, your boundaries with the person that you're interested in? And wait, two part question, actually. Would you just invite a girl over to your place like by herself or would you have it be a group of people? So it's, it's two part questions because I also am interested in that too. It depends on how long I've known you. So, like, obviously, it could be the first, 
if I don't know you, then it could be part of the kickback. And there's a group of people here. But um, if we're dating and it's been like years, then obviously. Would we be I dating would, for years if you have your own place? We wouldn't have been dating for years. It depends on it depends on where I'm at. So like if I'm high in my craft, like it could have been a year that I'm in my own place. And again, if I was on my way where I can like project where I'll be, even if I brought you along in my life, then yeah, we'll get married so- sooner. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will be able to communicate my wants and needs because I'll, I would be able to see where you would fit in my life. If I don't know, if I if I don't have my own space, then I'm just making up problems as long as I go. Like, I'm just assuming, like, all right, she can do this, I think. But, like, I actually see, like, one of the things, like, you don't need to cook for me. You just do. But, like, mm-hmm. I can cook. I only know that because I actually do it and I actually enjoy it. So then, like. I can see myself, all right, yo, Tay, don't worry about it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hold it down. But then now as I'm getting busier with work and like now this podcast and now I can be like, all right, this, she can actually be my helpmate. Like she's actually not only like, yo, my wife can cook. Like she'd be <laughs> my wife. <laughs> Thanks, You're so sweet. But yeah, like now if I have my own space, then I can see like she can fit the void. Like, all right, like I, I did decorate my space pretty cool but like yo a woman's touch and not just a woman's touch but specifically this woman's touch yeah yeah i I could bring her into my life and then you know i've been dealing with these issues and like i see that she's very good at um being an being an empath and like she can help me understand my emotions better okay like so like now i have a better understanding of who i'm bringing into my life if i was better situated independently before mm-hmm. we started dating. Yeah. Understanding yourself and therefore understanding the other person and allowing the other person to understand you, to understand you vice versa. Yeah. That's a good example. I think uh, you were an absolute rock star this episode. I'm over here just like, sometimes I, I get drawn out and I zoom out and I'm like, Yo, she's a little more open. Like I'm, I'm liking mm-hmm. this. Like four episodes mm-hmm. deep in, and like she's already like, a, <laughs> all right, yo, I've been, on, I've been on this podcast block. You know, like I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna give y'all just me. Like you seem, like I'm so happy you're, you're not, ta- you're, you're not, um, performing like how you perform for work. Like, hi, this is Taylor Marshall. Oh my gosh, and, um, stop. Yeah, I work for here, and you can call me at. Uh, uh, and then thank you (laughs) bye-bye like i'm so glad you're not bringing that energy and that voice here so okay (laughs) so cringe (laughs) it's been it's this is a great time it's a great time talking to you babe as always so thank you guys for listening and watching and we'll catch you guys in the next episode peace y'all later